got a fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. It's in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Who are you, Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Barry and Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win-win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, November 26, 2016. Broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. Back today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And breaking news, Fidel Castro is dead at the age of 90. Some people are actually dancing in the streets. Is that wrong? The FDA has uh, forced us to produce the contenders of the Cigar of the Year packs. That was before August 8th. And because of that, lots of great cigars made it to the shelves on cigar shops across the U.S., some of which could have been contenders, but they're not. We're going to talk about them and lots more. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play or Podbean.com, where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, let's not forget about our good friends at Facebook. We are Facebook Living right now. There we go. There we go. So Derek Stewart is pitch hitting it again for Chuck. and uh, He's footballing it again. He's footballing it again. Yeah. What do we got? New York. Yeah, New York, I think. New York. And we're up and running? We're up Man. and running a few minutes late, but we're up and running. All right. We've got to work on that. We've got to work on that so that we're up and running exactly when we're supposed to be up and running. Uh, so let, let's get a cigar and start this whole thing. And I don't want to say let's celebrate because I feel very, very different about um, the celebration of the death of somebody. I don't, I'm not comfortable with it either. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote Frank Herrera. And according to Frank Well, be Herrera, careful of yeah, quoting Frank quoting Herrera. Him, he tends to swear. <laughs> no swearing, but there is no shame in celebrating the death of evil. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to agree with him. I mean, I know we have some friends so, so that, that live two in Two wrongs Cuba. do make a right. Two wrongs do make a right. So we figured it out. Is it wrong out. to celebrate somebody that did wrong? The end of that? The end of an era for a bad reason? The celebration is... The, the era isn't over. His, his brother's been in power since 2011. There's no, there is zero change in the livelihood One can hope of Fidel Cuba. gone. Change can now you happen. You can hope as much as you want in one hand and crap in the other and see which one fills up first. There is zero change in Cuba because Fidel died. There's happiness in the streets of Miami. They're dancing in the streets, and I'm, I'm wondering, is that wrong? You know, on the, the Ashole show that's on Wednesday, right. there's a pastor that's on there, Pastor Dan. He's on there. You guys got to bring it up this week. We'll bring it up. Is it okay to celebrate the death of a bad person? Let's, let's take it for granted that Fidel Castro did some bad things. Yes. And I'm, not, I'm certainly not coming to his defense. I'm only saying that I, I personally feel that it's wrong to celebrate the death of anyone. The Wicked Witch is Dead they celebrated, right? Mm-hmm. That was a Wizard fictitious of Oz? character. 
in a movie. But they did, and they taught you that as a young, as a young person. They taught you to celebrate the death of evil. I'm just taking both sides I'm here. okay with I'm celebrating back the death of evil. Yeah? I'm you totally can celebrate the that. death of evil, but not a person. <clears throat> not a real person. Not a real person. It's wrong. But yeah. th- what if they represent evil? In order to say Os- that... Osama bin Laden. Hang on. Was in order to say that somebody represented the death... Uh, the, the, they represented evil, you would have to believe that Fidel Castro knew that what he was doing was wrong and chose to do it anyways. And I believe that he believed that what he was doing was right and did it. Now, do I believe in what he did was right myself? No, but it's not up to me to judge him. That's up to a higher power and judge Well, not. I'm not going to make those judgments may, right may now. Judged. Higher power. <laughs> I'm not about to make those judgments. <laughs> That's a swing and a miss, huh? Yeah, that was <laughs> right over my head. Um, all right. So anyway, I, I see people having special cigars and things to celebrate um, his, his death. I, I just seriously have a problem with saying let, let's be celebrating the death of somebody, no matter what. I don't know. Just it It's seems, weird. It seems very weird. It is. Did anybody celebrate when Raul Castro took over and Fidel was no longer in power? I don't recall. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. That should have been more of a celebration, right, than the death of except somebody who has no except, power. Except it's exactly the same in Cuba today as it was yesterday. You know, I wonder if, it's, if part of it is, okay, um, somebody, listen, he, he took the property of people and all this stuff, yeah. right? So I, I understand the, the uh, thing of the person they took it or the relative of, the, you know, our family's home and stuff was and taken away. And he imprisoned people and he tortured them yeah. and it was, it was, he's a, he was a bad dude. Yeah. Still not celebrating. How about when they do the electric chair for somebody um, that did something bad and they give them the electric chair, people celebrating? I don't think Usually there's people protesting not to do it. I don't think that you should be celebrating I somebody's death. I think those death. that are directly sad. affected by it celebrate the end. They really it's, celebrate. It's closure. You, you get closure, but do you celebrate closure as a result of death? I, I celebrated the death of Bin Laden because it brought me closure for 9-11. Yeah, I didn't celebrate that either. To me, the celebration here is the direct oppression that he brought forth to families it's and individuals. It's still there. It's still the there. 100% still there. But the fact that he's gone is symbolic. Like, look at Berta Bravo. His father's best friend was shot in a pit with 100 other people. There has to be some sense of satisfaction. That he died Berta, at 90 years old in his bed around his loved ones? person ones? is no longer with us. It's closure. I, I, it would be more of a sense of celebration if he was hunted down because of the bad person he was and, and gutted assassinated, like a pig. right? As opposed to died in his bed, surrounded by his loved ones at the at the age of ninety. We wish that upon good people. Well, they tried to assassinate him six hundred and thirty-eight times. As a matter of fact, there was an NBC documentary, NBC in the UK, called Six Hundred Thirty-Eight Ways to Kill Castro. And they depicted some of the ways that they tried to kill him. There was lots of things. That, let's cut our cigar and light it. And then and Mr. Jonathan has some. some I do have some, some connections that have been made. Some, some weird connections. Very weird. Tell you a little something about the cigar? Yes, tell Ant- us. Anthony Serino isn't a household name in the cigar industry, but he's been around for two decades. The Serino Royale Maduro is his first venture into the premium cigar market versus the bundle market where he made his name. The Serino Royale Maduro features an Ecuadorian Habano 2000 seed with binder and filler from Nicaragua. It's part of this month's care package. It's available in three sizes, Robusto, Toro, and Sublime, and it ranges in price from $9.99 to 
This is a great cigar. If you haven't had this before, um, Tony Serino has been making cigars for me personally uh, on the Dos Ombre line for many, many years. And when he said he's coming out with an ultra-premium cigar, I was dying to try it. When I did, it blew me away. Fantastic. Blew me away. <laughs> Who's that? That's, uh, that's Barry reliving <laughs> yes, the want, you know, conversation that we had earlier. I'm, right, a, I'm a big proponent of this cigar, yeah, this by is the way. Yeah, a great cigar. If, if, uh, is, is this part of the care package? Is yes, this it a, is. Yes, oh, yes. so we got 500 people actually out there smoking this along with us. Look at this cigar. I mean, beautiful cigar. What are you talking, 10-ish? You said uh, nine ninety nine to ten forty nine, depending on the size. Yeah, this is a guy size that we are smoking now, I believe, is the ten forty nine. This is a guy. He actually lowered his price. Right. Yes, he did. Yeah. He came out with it and, and it was going very well, but then he lowered the price. Now it's going very, very Skyrocketing. well. Skyrocketing. Yeah, I've never seen someone do that. Yeah. So uh, right now it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, and you apparently haven't been listening, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, <laughs> and actually lowered their price. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. You know what's funny that he said that is Barry, not 30 seconds before Dave asked, is this part of the care package? Barry said, this is part of the care package. <laughs> so it goes full circle. Yeah, there. no wow. one's paying attention. Pay attention. There'll be a test later. Oh, come on. I was dry, dry tasting table. before a... Yeah. Chocolate-covered raisins, also known as... The Raisinette. The Raisinette. Mm. I agree. I fan of the Raisinette. Wow. More of a fan of the Goober. Push the Not friggin' button. Oh, my God. When's Chuck come back? <laughs> I think next uh, week. Not soon enough. See, I'm getting your raisins, all right? But with dark chocolate from Ghirardelli. It's a specific chocolate. Isn't it Ghirardelli? Not Ghirardelli. Ghirardelli. No, Giardelli. Giardelli? Giardelli. I've never, ever Look at heard Barry telling somebody that. how to pronounce something. Well, I got to believe I'm a, him. I'm <laughs> a fat guy. If it's food, <laughs> Come I on, know. seriously. This, <laughs> this whole show has been turned on its end. Talk about uh, the podcast. Yeah, calling the kettle black. <laughs> All right. So we're going to light our, uh, our black kettle over here with <laughs> the <laughs> vertigo. How bad do you have to be for me to correct you? I don't know. Did I just go too far? Too far. We're going to light it with the Vertigo Champ. This is the lighter that put Vertigo on the map when it comes to big-ass tanks. It's the double-wide tank with the Vertigo Champ. Four jets, easy adjustment wheel at the bottom. The retail on this should be well over $100 because you can not only light cigars, but you can make creme brulee with this bad, Larry. Here we go. The Vertigo Champ retails for $29.99. It is a champ. It is a tweener lighter. It could be a table lighter. It could be a pocket lighter. It's a tweener. In between. Tweener. I like having this in the, my pocket because yeah. it makes it look like I'm happy to sure. see Sure. <laughs> it's large and in charge. Well, well, last week I had to tell you to put it in the front pocket, though. That was the... Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Oh, Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. That's what it smells like. <laughs> did you make chestnuts for Thanksgiving? No, I did not. This is what it smelled like. This is what it tastes like. Chestnuts ro roasting on an open fire. We had chestnuts. I'm uh, <laughs> weird chestnuts. I can't, I can't disagree with you. There is a chestnutty quality. Chestnut. There's a fattiness, which you find in chestnuts. I'm going to give Dave the harp. There we go. I don't have it much. He doesn't get, I don't get it much. Get Just leave harp. it alone. I don't get it much. 
But I paid attention while we were roasting chestnuts, and it had a nice aroma to it, and you could taste as it was even cooking. Chestnuts tend to have a little uh, of a gritty quality to them when you eat them, and this smoke has a grittiness to it as well. You really did nail that. I'm a big fan of the cigar. Yeah. Big fan. This should have been a contender. I have it on my list. There we go. So I we're going go, to go through that list later. But right now you have a list of weird coincidences of Fidel Castro. So Fidel Castro was born on a Friday, August 13th, 1926. He passed away on Black Friday, November 25th, 2016, at the age of 90. Some would say the color of his heart. Black. I think not. Now, Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump, was born June 14th, 1946, on Flag Day, which was a Friday. Takes office as president of the U.S. January 20th at the age of 70 on a Friday. Coincidence? I think not. I think not. I think it's not. getting freaky, man. It is. <laughs> number, <laughs> number of failed assassination attempts, which Barry pointed out, at 638. Number of pundits who said Trump had no chance and would fail, exactly 638. Stop it. Coincidence? I think not. Is it possible that Donald Trump assassinated Fidel Castro? He's not even in office yet, and he's taking this guy down? You are taking conspiracy a little too far. All right, let's go. Let me continue. Arguably, the most successful, longest-running dictator in modern history, from February 16, 1959, to April of 2011, that's 52 years and 61 days, is Fidel Castro. At the age of 52 years and 62 days, Donald Trump, predicts via People magazine in 1998 that he would run for president as a Republican while he was still a Democrat. Coincidence? I think not. I rest my case. What is going on here? This is crazy. You ever see the thing with the, um, the penny? with um, Lincoln's head Lincoln, facing the wrong direction. Yeah, and, and John F. Kennedy. Once you get shot, yeah, never forget. Well, yeah. Kennedy and Lincoln had a lot in common, too. That's what we're it, saying. Yeah. Yeah. A, a little, lot. A little slow on the uptake. I think. Gee, <laughs> 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 you think? Yeah. The only two Thank sitting presidents. Hey, that's what I'm here for. There so we go. Okay. Wow, that's that's a good coincidence. There we go. So, uh, what a beautiful cigar. Part of the care package. What are we just one week away? Next week, one care week package. Away. Next week, you can get in on the care package. We're going to open it up to 500 people, or December 31st, whichever happens first. And then we're going to shut it down again for at least a year, maybe forever. I think it's going to go right away. I just thought Nick Melillo walked in. A little Nick Melillo-ish. Yeah. 100%. Does. Yeah. Yeah. So Janine Perdomo is on Facebook Live. Hi, Janine Perdomo. Telling her that she's, the best. that she's celebrating, Nick is celebrating. Okay. And the atmosphere in Miami is joyous. Do, do we see, and she, she's a Christian, do you see any issue with celebration of somebody's death. You know, we got to get we got to get past the Padrone's advice on this. Yeah, we yeah absolutely. That. So you'll get get that on the Ashles. I don't know. I just again, I'm an Italian. It didn't happen to my family. I feel for them what they had to go through and stuff, but the guy died. Do you really celebrate the death of somebody? It's two wrongs make a right. If it was the overthrowing of the government and during an act of war, 
you got him. Yeah. And, and took power. And took power, and things changed dramatically for the Cuban people, those poor people. Then I could say, all right, there's a celebration, but not so much that he died, but more that the uh, regime was overthrown. There's no regime overthrowing here. It's exactly the same. Yeah. He died and everything Since 2011, same. it's been exactly the same. So, you know, would, would, would he be saying if he could speak right now, see, I'm dead now, and I still have control of what, yeah. what, what's there. Ha-ha. You know? It's he a, might it, be dead, but the dictatorship is not. Right. He, he, it lives on yep. with him. And he lived to 90, and, and he didn't live a horrible death, die a horrible death. Yeah. And how he managed to make it to 90 to see what dying of old age is yeah. is incredible. Because how many, how many attempts? 638? 638. 638 attempts on his life. Known attempts. Hmm. Unbelievable. Bay of Pigs. We didn't get him. We no. went. We tried. The United States of America tried to get him. Couldn't do it. No. Unbelievable. One more quote from Janine. Yeah. I'll let it go. Um, when someone is so evil and has caused so much misery, it's a great thing. Yeah. We saw it on the Wicked Witch of the West in the... Uh, in Oz, right? The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. It happened. Same thing. Celebrated the Wicked Witch is dead. I had a problem with that even then. You don't celebrate the death, but whatever. It's happening, and, uh, you know. We'll see where it goes. I'm interested to see what happens now. Nothing. Nothing. For now. It happened Friday. It's Saturday. <coughs> yeah. Well, was Raul a puppet of his brother? Now I'm sure that. Is gone? Now, they can't yeah. be celebrating in Cuba, right? They're not celebrating. Behind yeah. closed doors, baby. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think behind closed doors. Everything's bugged. Yeah, they'd be scared to do it. It's a different thing there. It's very, very different anyway. So anyway, 2016 turned out to be a huge year for cigars um, because possibly it is the last year of new cigars to come, to come out. And we said that we needed to have a contenders for the Cigar of the Year by August 8th because we had to actually assemble this packed together before we could be able to sell it. Right. And if we didn't sell it by August 8th, it wasn't actually formed as a product. We couldn't do it after, so we had to. So we came out with contenders for the Cigar of the Year. I have that list right here. And the contenders for the Cigar of the Year, as of August 8th, was La Galera, Connecticut, followed by La Galera Habano. They came out with a natural in a Maduro. They came out with a couple other ones, but actually two uh, from the same company uh, made it in. Asylum, Connecticut, Garofalo Sun Grown, another new product, uh, CLE Shell. Shell. I, I never say that word right because it's not spelled correctly, but Shell, uh, speaking of spelling, El Wawense. You which, spelled it right. Be, because it's G-U-E-G-U-E-N-S-E. Wa Wednesday, I get, I don't know, get it, but anyway, El Wednesday and Oliveros Gran Returno Habano. Those are the contenders for the Cigar of the Year, and what do we have? Seven of them, and the contenders for the Cigar of the Year pack is still available. If you want to take part in that, you'll see it on the CigarAuthority.com. You click it, you'll end up getting one of these packs. On it will be a place for you to place your vote, and uh, at the beginning of the year, on January 7th, we'll let you know who the Cigar of the Year is. But as this was going on, um, the trade show happens, and cigars are ordered and brought into the country, and then they make their way to the cigar shops, and by then, the August 8th 
had already happened, but the cigars were already in there. The sale took place. And now I was saying to myself, a lot of these cigars that come out have been rushed to, to the market, and they're going to be awful anyway, so it's really not going to matter. Well, now here we are, almost December, and this is the day we would normally come out with the contenders of the Cigar of the Year. Mm-hmm. Well, now we have 25 people that could have been contenders. We have some great, great cigars, that, and this is one of them, the Sereno. Uh, this came out, came to us after that date. Uh, we ordered it at the trade show, came in after, loved the cigar. It should be a contender. It is not. So this, this year is going to be like an, an asterisk year that here's the cigar of the year, but there was a whole bunch of other things that are out there. So you're going to see, you know, everybody puts a cigar of the year out, and um, you're going to see um, Cigar Aficionado and Cigar Journal and every podcaster and every blogger and everybody will put there, and they didn't need to assemble a pack or anything, so they could have these other things in. I'm going to say that we're going to go through 25 different cigars, and those cigars are going to be on everybody's list because these are the best. You know, we usually just have a handful of cigars like we do as contenders, and then one winner, everybody else doesn't win, that's it. Some other people put out top 25 and stuff. We're going to hit most of these top 25 when we get into the next hour. So uh, that being said... Right now, here is the ding-ding, and that ding-ding means it's the matchup of the week, brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win in this hypothetical battle? Well, we are just a couple of days away from Thanksgiving. And, uh, a couple we, of days past. Past. And uh, we probably all, except for Mr. Jonathan, ate too much. And, uh, you know, I put a little something on my Facebook thing that said, uh, oh, I'm stuffed. I can't eat another bite. Oop, look, pie. There's <laughs> um, always room for pie. Really? Always. <laughs> so uh, the, the, the um, contest today is cake versus pie. Cake oh. versus pie. Which one is better? Any cake versus um, any pie. I would say yes. All right. Well, German chocolate cake with real German Icing, the coconut, is the best cake that there is on the planet. There is no pie equivalent to it, so I have to say cake. Just based on one cake. Based on one cake, how about it is the that, greatest confection of all time if I was going to cheat. So what if you were to put all cake and all pie as opposed to pick one of the best You cakes? already said I could pick the I'm one I wanted. A- I'm just asking you. Now, now you said it. Now I'm No, saying- because German chocolate cake elevates cake to a whole nother level, and there is no pie equivalent that can do that. So it's the lesser cake wins. Barry, Talk that, Barry, Barry Stein. Stein you're I got a pulse. I'm all about the pie. You're only all about the pie because I'm all about the cake. <laughs> well, I might be talking about a different type of pie right now. There's no need. Oh. There's no need. <laughs> I know he wouldn't let it go. The show is just going <laughs> it's right it's, to it's, hell. It's a draw. Because if I had to pick the best pie, pumpkin pie, and I had to pick the best cake. Boston cream pie is Red the best Velvet. pie, so you can just shut up right there. Dude. I would want a slice of each. It's a draw. Dude. Very. Th- Why yeah. can't I have my pie and my cake and eat it, too? There we go. Because I this is a versus <laughs> segment. All right. Here's my theory. Well, here's my personal belief. I don't believe that cake is part of the traditional Thanksgiving dinner. I believe that it's pie, and it should only be pie. Cake is for celebrating birthdays, not Thanksgiving. You ever notice that you don't blow out candles on a birthday pie because everybody celebrates a birthday, and pie is inferior. It only comes out around the holidays a couple of times a year, like 
the redheaded stepchild of desserts. Oh, you know what? I'll just make a pie. So it takes a professional to make a cake. There's chemistry involved. Anybody can make a pie. All right. So let's take the most average of both. So you got a vanilla cake, and you have an apple pie. And there is in the table, and they say, which one would that's, you like after dinner or something? Would you want a slice of what? That's not a fair which comparison. One you, that's which, not a fair comparison. It's an exact comparison. It is not. Apple pie has some sort of fruit component. So you have, it, 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 it's what is kind of healthy. You can eat apple pie for <laughs> breakfast legitimately. I don't think that's a fair comparison. And your choice would be based on health. So you're out of this, completely out of this. <laughs> Why do I have you even you're, involved you're with this? You're not qualified. You're not qualified. You're basing it on the health aspects of cake versus pie. Not when I went German chocolate cake. It's like 1,000 calories a slice. It's heaven. The answer is pie. Pie. Pie is the answer. Sorry, Mr. Jonathan. It is pie. And uh, that is the Victus and Clear. That brings uh, me to a little mailbag about the versus segment. All right. Because you've aggravated Noah now probably for the third week in a row. Okay. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page. I am a long time and avid Cigar Authority listener, but something happened last week that I have to address. This is re- in regards to the Versus segment. Yes. Really, guys? Beatles over the Stones? Mr. Jonathan is the only voice of reason in this. The Beatles are like the illegitimate bastard cousin of the Rolling Stones. Songs about submarines and strawberry Who came fields out first? make them more comparable to Raffi than the Rolling Stones. I would go as far as to say that even is. The Who is better than The Beatles. Oh I used God. to love the Versus segment, but between that and the boxing conversation the week prior where Sugar Ray Robinson was not mentioned at all in the all-time greatest fighter conversation, had me yelling at my phone. Also, cherries all day long in the aging room. I love you guys, but I'm thinking that all the processed novelty sweets are rotting your brains. Keep <laughs> up the mostly good work. Noah. What's Noah? Noah. Noah doesn't know. Doesn't Noah know. doesn't know. No, he doesn't know. And he's, pro- and he's probably Oh, he's screaming at his phone right now. He's, he's a cake guy. <laughs> definitely a cake guy. He wants his cake and eat it. Trying too. to compare apple pie or just regular vanilla cake. People can say no to vanilla cake. Chocolate cake. What, what is more, like chocolate cake is the more average? Yeah, do you want a slice of chocolate cake or apple pie? Do you have German, cho- do you have German frosting on it? Just regular whatever it is. You don't know. The wait- waitress comes over to you and says, oh, that comes with actually a free dessert today. Do you want a slice of apple pie, or would you like some so chocolate cake? So you're changing the whole segment because I made such a good argument for German chocolate cake. You have to take that out of the equation. You're just not a good debater. I think you lost. You, you heard that the winner was apple pie. I think you said the winner was apple that's pie. It. That's <laughs> it. You rang the bell, one. and that's it. Because it, we got a pie, a pie, a pie. And you uh, once again took the opposite along with Noah like you did with the Rolling Sugar Ray Stones. Robinson. I was yelling at my phone too. Sugar Ray Robinson <laughs> should have been brought up during the greatest boxes and, of all time. And don't sell Dave short. He's a master debater. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, Noah and Rudy are your only two fans. <laughs> but you got two of them. And I believe both I would have I ended up meeting Rudy, but Noah might be you also. I can prove that Noah's <laughs> really okay. I can prove it. All right. So prove this. Sereno, XX Maduro. What does that mean? The XX is twenty? Twentieth anniversary. Twenty years in the business. Listen, it's very good. You got the I can't get the uh thought of chestnuts out of my there we head. Go. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. There is yeah, but now I got German chocolate. There is a cocoa component to yeah, it. Yeah, German chocolate. There's a there's a cocoa component. I'm just tasting apple pie now. You are just out of your freaking mind. <laughs> I love this cigar. <laughs> Little heavy, 
I'd say a little medium plus. I'm a actually bit. surprised you like it because yeah. it's very. It's good. on the lower end of full, I think. It is on the lower end of yeah, full, but there, there are plus. some cigars that I can make exceptions for. When this came out, I bought a box because it is that good. And this is going to stand up to aging unbelievable. And it should have been a contender. And we're going to take a break. When we come back, lots of new cigars hit the shelves in the past 90 days, and some of them are contender worthy. We'll talk about 20 of them when we return and light up our favorites. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. It's not your grandfather's cigar. Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Come on, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand, Kristoff, was pissed off, I was surprised. Kristoff cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Kristoff is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet. But then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, 
and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy. The Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Victor Vitale, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back, live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, voted the 2016 Ambassadors of Cigars, in a broadcast now over six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Welcome back, everybody. We're smoking the Sereno XX Maduro. It could have been a contender, Would you? Uh, would you eat a meat pie? Meat pie. No, I don't want a meat pie. Uh, have you ever heard of a meat cake? What about no. min- What about mince pie? Not a fan. Heidi thought she was buying a blueberry for Thanksgiving this week, and she grabbed it off the shelf. She got Which it home. Mince I was meat like, pie, do you right? want mince pumpkin or do you a, want mince pie? It's an apple pie with like a little pie. more spices. How about a Boston cream pie, a coconut cream pie, a banana cream pie, any cream pie? All those are good. They're great. All those are good, but have you ever heard of anyone eating a wedding pie? No. No. That happens on the honeymoon. There's no need. Of it. You're just, <laughs> just going to keep beating a dead horse. Yes. That's it. Because he keeps getting a laugh. It's childish. It's so childish. It's our studio audience. It is. The children. The children. Laugh at his The stuff. apple crumb. Do you like the apple crumb? I'm not opposed to pie. Just you can't compare pies and cakes. Cake wins every time. If I offered you a slice of pound cake with breakfast, if, would you take it? Yes. Would you take a chocolate cake? Yes. Would you take a vanilla cake? I would take almost all of them, but the, 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 but not the, mince. The meat point pie. is, if I was at a restaurant and they said, "Oh, that comes with a free dessert." By the way, we have cake or pie. Which one would, would you, you like? Would you like a turkey pot cake? No. Turkey pot pie? Yes, I'd have a slice of that. Uh, That's pie. Yep. I made an argument for you. I'm yes, sorry. thank you. <laughs> and, and the best pie of all is pizza. Pizza yeah. pie. Oh my God! So yeah. that's it. It's over. Pizza pie. The number one food. In America, pizza, pizza which happens is to be not a, a pie. That's a slang term. It's not no. really a pie. Of course it is. It's flat. It's round. It's a pie. There's even a song, When the Moon Hits Your Eye. Yeah. The pizza pie. They only used That's pizza pie because it rhymed with I. And there's Dean, no such thing as a pizza cake because cake is dessert always. It was Dean Martin. Was a Dean Martin thing, anyway. So cigars that could have been contenders. We're going to go across the board here. We're going to start with Barry and pick a cigar that recently came out that you would now make the argument it should be a contender. Cattle Baron, which is a collaboration with uh, Brian Moussard and uh, Phil Zangi of Debonair Cigars, and uh, Cattle Baron's made in the same factory as Debonair and Indian Motorcycle. And it features a Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, Dominican binder and filler. Great cigar. With a little bit of Nicaraguan tobacco. Should have been a contender, Mr. Jonathan. I would go with Aging Room Solera, which we smoked last week. That's uh, the Dominican Sun Grown. Great. Uh, you got a Sun Grown wrapper. You got Dominican Habano. It's a Dominican Puro. 
uh, three sizes, and it ranges from seven to eight dollars. And using the Solera method, which has been used in uh, the alcohol business for years, taking different vintages of tobacco and aging them all together so that you take the high points out of the younger tobacco and you bring some more flavor into the older tobaccos, roll the cigar up. Uh, very, very interesting flavored cigar. Great cigar. I'm going to say pissed off Christoph because, uh, you know, I'm a full-body guy. Yeah. I like some strength, and that has a San Andreas wrapper on it with a binder from Indonesia and Dominican fillers, and it's just a really kick-ass smoke. I think. Great flavor. Huge seller. Yep. Already selling like well, crazy. The 10-count boxes don't hurt on the oh, box yeah. sales on that. that. That thing flies. It's hard to keep on the shelf. I good, scored a box a when pick. they came out. So I'm going with a weird one, which is Davidoff Yamasa, which is a full-body Davidoff cigar. And I'm not a full-body guy, but this cigar is really unique. Swamp tobacco. That's what they use. As the wrapper, swamp tobacco, grown in a swamp. This is not the first time it's done. If you remember the uh, brand um, uh, Pinar, remember Pinar, oh, yeah. the, the uh, uh, old Cuban tobacco yeah. and stuff? They would use swamp tobacco in, in their blends and stuff. And I remember uh, writing about that and having them in the, in the shop at the time and stuff. And people were saying, that sounds disgusting, whatever, until you end up smoking it. And then you say, wow, that's interesting. That, you know, I don't think Davidoff is highlighting so much the, this Yamasa tobacco. It's swamp-grown tobacco, but it has a unique flavor to it. Certainly it certainly does. Um, and uh, we're, we're talking about 13 to $23 cigar and uh, should be a contender. Mr. Jonathan. <clears throat> I believe it's Barry Stein. Oh, Barry. Uh, cigar two years in the making just came out officially on Black Friday, even though we had the launch of it back in August 6th, I think it was. Uh, Black Diamond, which features a Connecticut Havana seed wrapper grown by the Fuente family in the DR, and it has a binder and filler, also Dominican. It's also probably the most expensive cigar that would be on the list, coming in at uh, just north of $19. You know, I have not smoked it yet, believe it or not. Have you smoked it, everybody? I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ollie is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great cigar? Yeah, it's very good. I have I like not it. smoked Full it. Full bar. Because they come in, and I feel bad because everybody's trying to buy them, and I don't want to take it, so... I haven't, but uh, I, I believe it's. I got yep. one that's a little more expensive than yours, Barry Stein, weighing in at uh, twenty-one sixty-nine for the Toro, the Davidoff Signature Toro, featuring an Ecuadorian sun-grown wrapper, uh, binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic. Uh, very good. It tastes to me like this is Davidoff uh, covering their bases, so to speak, with this whole FDA thing, taking the throwing back to their original. Yeah. Milder blends. Old school Davidoff. I love it. Very, very good. It's uh, yeah. bordering on decadent. Great cigar. Derek. I'm going with another one that I smoked last week, which is the LFD Andalusian Bull. I really enjoyed that one. It has uh, Ecuadorian uh, Corojo wrapper with Dominican binders and fillers. Uh, the wrapper on that is just savory. Very smooth and rich in flavor, but it doesn't have the power that you're used to when you're smoking something from LFD. Right. It's, w- it's one of the LFDs that, that I can get through all the way. I like it myself. Um, but I, but you, you're into the full-body cigars. So all the guys actually on, on the Asheville, yeah, we are all into full-body cigars. If you're a full-body guy, Wednesdays, catch, catch those guys and see what they're all about. Uh, I'm going to a milder cigar. Um, Actually, probably um, the best buy, best bang for your buck cigar that came out is Charter Oak. And that's uh, Nick Malillo's from Foundation Cigars. He, uh, his Connecticut-wrapped Charter Oak, um, three sizes, and um, 
all in the $5 range. Very good cigar. You're thinking uh, Connecticut Shade, but it's got some, a, lot a lot of flavor. A lot of flavor. Very, very smoky uh, presentation to it. Yeah, you're looking for flavor. a great $5 cigar. That's you awesome. got it there. It would have been a contender, and it probably would have got a lot of votes for the, for the price. It's, it's, it's hard to beat. Uh, back to you, Barry. That's a good thing. I didn't pick the contenders pack because it would have been, like, wicked expensive. <laughs> uh, but Padron, the 26th, uh, 90th uh, tube cigar available in natural Maduro. And it's a round version instead of the box press version that we've uh, come to love from Padron. Okay. And uh, I'm going to say another favorite of mine, which is... going to skip right over me like that, Derek? Oh, it was your turn? It's my turn. Okay. It's my turn. Go ahead. I, I'm uh, digging on the LFD Reserve Especial. This is the white band? The white band. Okay. Uh, originally released in 1997, uh, and it's making a reappearance, which would make it eligible, as far as I'm concerned, for uh, Contender for Cigar of the Year. You're looking at 8 to $9 for any of the sizes. Uh, my favorite one being the Bellicoso which is basically a thinner, shorter Toro. Uh, and the story goes that Lito Gomez was enamored with the word bellicoso. And back then, not knowing that that was a shape, he called this size the bellicoso, but it was not pointy. Really? I didn't know that story. Okay, Derek, go ahead. So I'm going to go with a cigar that uh, is made by a guy that I actually ran into yesterday, Mr. Steve Saka of Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust. And I'm going to say Mi Querida which is a Nicaraguan cigar made at the Hoya de Nicaragua factory using Connecticut broadleaf wrapper along with Nicaraguan binders and fillers. You guys had quite the little love affair going on all yeah. day yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> seemed like you were beyond in your element. He's an interesting dude to talk you to. You hung on every word like I've never seen. That's neither here nor there. He, he, hung, on, <laughs> he, he hang, hung in there all day long, 10 hours he did? Yeah, all 10 hours, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was a workhorse. Nice, yeah. nice. I'm going to go with the Byron Elegantes, and this is a very, very special cigar. Um, 21st century blend. Byron comes in the three-century blends, 1920, 21st is the 21st century. This would actually, I would love it to be a contender, but I would probably, in the argument of voting for it, vote against it because there's just not enough around. Only 200 boxes for this year. It will continue to come out, but only 200 boxes, which makes it tough. Uh, at that point, plus the price, $33 per cigar, one size, uh, and you're talking $850 for a box of cigars. So, you know, it's a special occasion, you're a nice piece of pie, along with a uh, Byron Elegante. Fantastic, right. if you ask me. Um, but uh, great cigar. And it's a beautiful-looking cigar, yeah, too. Great cigar this year, great. Um, okay, back to uh, Barry. When the cigar first came out, it probably wouldn't have made my list. But the more I smoke it and it ages, Ivy from Jason Holly's Viva Republica makes my list. It's made in the Dominican Republic, has a Habano wrapper from Ecuador with a double binder of Cameroon and Dominican Republic tobacco. And it's rounded out with tobacco from the Sabao Valley, as well as Esteli and Cadega in Nicaragua. And that would be my fourth cigar on the list. A cigar I forget about. Why do I forget about that cigar? I had it uh, originally when it first came in. It was a little wet when it first okay. came out. And now that it's, you know, it's been on the, it's, not that it's been on the shelf, but it's been aging down at La Aurora for a little yeah. longer. They're not wet anymore. Okay. Well, they had to get them on the market. They so whether it was ready or not, it had exactly, to come out. Exactly. So. That was the issue with that cigar when at, it first came out. At this point, it's and ready. And now it's smoking. All right. Like so now it's ready. Because there was a rush to, rush to uh, get these things on shelves. Uh, so I'm going to try that again. 
and we'll see what that's about. Mr. Jonathan. Uh, my next one, because I didn't realize that we were smoking it and that it was part of the care package, is the Sereno XX Maduro uh, coming out of the La Corona factory. Uh, Omar Gonzalez Alamond is the uh, blender for this particular one in a partnership with Tony Sereno. We're smoking it now. Very good, and I believe that it should be a contender. Okay, Derek. Going with the uh, last one on my list is Tabernacle, uh, another one. Nick another full-bodied cigar. Another full-bodied one, yeah. Nick Melillo of Foundation Cigar Company uh, out of Nicaragua. He made this cigar using Connecticut Broadleaf Nicaraguan fillers and binders, yeah. you know, my typical kind of sure. uh, profile. And this is his, uh, with Connecticut Broadleaf. Yep. He's from Connecticut, yep. and he's the um, guy with the Liga Pavada. Yep. Can you enjoy a cigar that the flavor is not constantly punching you in the face? I can. It can is, you? Yes, it's possible. Right. But you do, you, you're really attracted to those full-bodied cigars. I just really like them. Uh, tabernacle, a little too heavy for me. It's Charter Oak, so fantastic. I, I understand both of them, but um, there we go, Tabernacle. And uh, I'm going to go with um, the Christoph Connecticut. And, uh, Good choice, yeah. The best Christoph I ever had, the Christoph Connecticut. Uh, you're looking at an $8 cigar, uh, shaggy foot, pigtail on it. This is Ecuadorian shade. You know, there's Connecticut shade, there's Ecuadorian shade in this particular one. And I remember they had come out with um, a Cristiani or something like that before, which was... Cristania. Cristania, which was Connecticut shade. Here it is with Ecuadorian shade, better product, I think. Better product. Um, Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. It's a blend of it. There's a lot of flavor to it. I love it. I was really impressed when, I, when that came out and I smoked it for the first yeah. time. It has a nice kind of tanginess to yep. the smoke, too. Something good, good mm. happening there. Barry. I'm going to go once again to uh, La Aurora, a cigar I fell in love with on my honeymoon. Uh, I've smoked two boxes since uh, November 3rd, and that is the uh, La Aurora 107 Coseca 2006. You gave me one, and uh, it was great. It was great. And uh, you actually liked it so much that we decided to order it. Right. And it was good. I, I, did I have that years ago? Or the original 107. Yeah. We did, it was a cigar that they built on social media. Not to take away from Recluse, but they had all the bloggers flying down to the factory. Okay. The bloggers got behind it. The cigar, you know, out of sight, out of mind, getting a little bit of a rebirth with the Coseca 2006. It's basically the 107 blend, but all the tobacco was grown in 2006. Okay. So, in a sense, it's a pure vintage. All right, and uh, Mr. Jonathan, wrapping got, it up. I got one more, and because this is the list of cigars that could have been contenders, I wanted to go a little bit deeper. Uh, Perdomo could not have entered in with their regular small batch because they were such limited production, and that's one of the rules to be a contender. But their small batch tin is regular production. So I would nominate the Perdomo. 4x44, it's a great cigar. It's unbelievable. I smoke them all the time. Is, the, the tin is cool. It's a great cigar. It's like just smoking Tic Tacs. Boom, one after another. Nope. Just pound them. I bet you if I was to say what cigar do I smoke the most, it would be that because I smoke four at a time. <laughs> yeah, you can't one just after have the one. Other, it's opening a jar of peanuts, and the next thing you know, they're all gone. You, once it, you open that tin or up. Or cutting a slice of cake, perhaps? Pie. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, small batch tin uh, on Perdomo. P- priced right. I mean, everything's great about it. Nineteen ninety nine for yeah, four cigars. For four yeah. So uh, it's, it's, it's a go-to to me, and I'll end up going through all four of them when I open the tin the same day. So it's four at a time every time I end up uh, 
lighting that up. So there is about 25 different cigars that could have been contenders. Now, you heard them all. Now you're going to see all the magazines and all the bloggers and all the other shows and everything picking their top 25s. Of what we said in there, I can't think of a lot that are missing. If you take the criteria of it came out this year, if you say, oh, let's go back to whatever it, whatever it is, it's going to be a different story, and we'll get into some of that uh, in uh, the next shows that are coming up of what they're going to end up picking despite um, cigars that didn't come out or whatever. But these things are on the market. Every single thing we said, they're on the market. They're in cigar stores across the U.S. Look them up. They're all really good cigars, but they can't be contenders because of FDA uh, for us. Uh, but they will be for these other companies. You'll see uh, see them all over the place. Uh, right now, it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. Anyone have the guts just to be all in without even listening to it? All in. It's t- time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day, brought to you by Don Raphael, Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? The offer today is $200. It's not all that much. Uh Uh-oh, Derek. But it's very, very easy. Eat a fly. Eat a fly. Uh, $200. All day. Does it have to be alive? Who cares? I'll eat a fly for $200. Hell yeah, I'm in. Does it come with soup? Does not. It's by itself. Does it matter if it's dead or alive? Nope. I'll eat it. I think, well, I don't want it buzzing around my mouth. Chew it. You know... Yeah. 200 bucks, done. Oh, man. Just, see, like, I hate bugs. Bear Grylls does it for free That's, on the I know on his show. Does. He just no. eats larva it's, and stuff. It's just a fly, dude, man. he has a palate made of steel. It is the I mean, filthiest animal there is because it actually so eats gross. it. so gross. Whatever. I'll they, eat it. 200 bucks, I'm in. They puke I'll on do it everything for 100. they land. They do. Yeah. Including your mouth. I'm sure I've eaten one by accident. All right. For 200 two, bucks. 200. Sure. You already said you were in anyways. You have right, to yeah. now eat All a right, fly. I'm finding one I'm and you're eating it. Would you need I'm other in. people to do it? Or if there's I one hit, fly and you'd say... If there's one fly and I'm the only one getting the money, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Three people say to do it. I would not do it, but eating a fly for $200 wins. Is it a regular fly or a horse fly? It's a regular fly. <laughs> Again, <laughs> does, does it matter? Horse fly is a little bigger. Yeah. Well, a horse fly, a horse fly would have to be dead because that, that, that sucker can bite you. So um, <laughs> one, of the, one, one of these days I'm coming packing. I'm going to bring the thing, and when you end up saying something like that, they would. If I had three flies right now, money boom, on boom, the boom. table. Money Here on we the go. table. Money on the table. See, but I'll but take you your, you, I will take your money. So just make sure you bring cash. So I want to get this right. You won't eat a yodel, but you'd eat a fly There's for no, two hundred. You want to give me two hundred dollars to eat a yodel? I'll eat it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's only enough to go around. You can't have any of my yodels. Flies don't have preservatives, too. So. It's, he kind of has a point there. A point. It's protein, right? It's protein. Yeah. Jonathan's all about the protein. Do, do, does anybody oh. eat flies? Any any country any country eat flies? You know, is that part of the thing? Like, I, I think they eat chocolate larva, chocolate flies. Or, you know, well, isn't there chocolate covered ants in some yeah. places? That's grasshoppers. Oh, gross, gross. I'd eat a chocolate covered grasshopper for free. For free, I would do that. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, that's Don Raphael offer of the day. And you guys are all in for eating a fly for two hundred. I ate a ranch-flavored cricket once. A what? A ranch-flavored cricket. I had a friend come back from overseas. He was in India or something, and he brought back ranch-flavored crickets. 
and I, I ate one. That's kind of gross. So, Derek, what's on the Ash Holes for this Wednesday? The Ash Hole Show is a new show Wednesdays at 4 o'clock, between 4 and 5, with uh, three full-bodied gentlemen that like uh, full-bodied cigars. What they are you like each do? other. Yep. They, they do. They agree upon each other. It's a whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different show. Zero debate whatsoever. Well, even though we do like our full-bodied cigars, we are actually going to the mild side of things for oh, this good. Wednesday's show. And we're actually going to smoke the Garofalo Connecticut. Oh. Yeah, in the Toro size. So while you guys are agreeing, you're also going to be kissing Dave's ass at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> you don't exact have to time. do that. Well, no. hey, you know what? It's a nice, mild smoke, and we're going to share our I thoughts. hope one of you has the guts to trash it. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll I see. think it'll happen. It's, it, it's, it need, if it needs to be trashed, trash it. Yep. If it needs to be trashed, don't do it for the fun <laughs> of it. It's a great cigar, I think. Do I don't make it. Do it for the fun of it. Nick Perdomo makes a cigar. Oh, he, and he, so does a great job he does a great job in the Connecticut. Say about it. And uh, the contender is the Sun Grown. Correct. Which uh, is going crazy. We just can't keep it in stock. Can't yeah. keep it in stock. Un- unfortunately, I don't think you're going to allow that one to get through, and it looks like it should. Early voting is doing very well. Yeah? It is. It's flying off the early, shelves. Early voting. We only have like 30 days left of voting. Yep. Get your contenders back and get your vote in. Please don't let the Garofalo Sun Grown win. Yeah, put something it, else through. It will not, <laughs> it will not <laughs> be good if that ends up happening. So uh, you like the ash holes? You oh, li- I love it. Yeah? yeah it's, it's a lot of fun. I like, I like uh, you know, it's kind of like a kickback, relaxed show. Uh, it's not just about cigars. You know, we'll have... You know, casual conversation about what's going on, how the week was. I'm sure that we're going to have some Thanksgiving stories to yeah. share. This week we learned uh, how to repair a TV Yeah, on the show. How yeah. to repair a TV. Oliver fixed his TV with <laughs> yeah. a little help from Kristoff. And uh, so his TV blows up just before the Patriots game starts. Did you hear that? Did I hear? did, yeah. And he Googles it and watches on YouTube how to fix the TV. Goes to Radio Shack, gets a few components and a soldering iron. he had a soldering iron. He bought it. He went and bought a solder and iron. The guts and two, to be able to do that. Two flex capacitors, and the next thing you know, <laughs> and a partridge in a pear yeah. tree. He fi- that would be so cool, fixing something like a, your TV, and then the, the I mean, it, it, it's broken anyways. It's not like you can break it more, I guess. I still wouldn't have the guts to solder Quickly something. jumping back to the offer of the day, Charlie Pitaris just said, shared this site called EdibleInsects.com. Okay. Like edible arrangements, but you order insects that are meant to be eaten. And they're referring to it as Cyber Ant Friday or Black Ant Friday and Cyber Spider Monday. Oh. And you can order these foods. Hang on. So no. If it was spider, no. if it was a spider, forget <laughs> no. it. I'm out. It could be no. $2,000. I'm not doing it. Not no. a spider. Because Fra- no. Frank and Sean are getting I'd ideas eat a spider right before now. I'd eat, it before I'd eat a, a fly. Fly is filthy. I'm warning the two of you right now. Don't spiders or flies show up on the show next week. <laughs> It's over. But you can order two <laughs> edible zebra tarantulas for oh, just twelve ninety five. Hell no. Uh, I will crap my pants. Oh, oh man. Are these are these alive? I'm gonna have nightmares. Um, no, they look like they're uh, packaged, freeze yeah. dried, freeze dried, or cooked oh. or whatever. Can you share one of those can to you Scar take it Authority off Facebook so that everyone can see what you're looking at? <laughs> you, oh, yeah, uh, Tom, horrible. if you go to the live show, you can find Charlie Pataris' comment, and there's a Click link the, to the site right there. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, I got goosebumps. So you'd have to, you, don't, you wouldn't get paid for it. You actually have to pay. What do they cost? 
It depends, but the, the zebra tarantula is twelve ninety five. I'm thinking of putting that in my stepdaughter's stocking for Christmas. <laughs> That's a good idea. That <laughs> is a good she idea. Eats it. She hates spiders with a passion. <laughs> so what better than to do than eat it? Oh, dear. <laughs> oh. 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 Is it one of the hairy ones? They're all From hairy. From the picture, it looks like one of the hairy oh, ones. Oh, man. Dude, I couldn't imagine getting little hairs stuck in my teeth like that. Oh. There's also salted chocolate-covered crickets for seven ninety. That doesn't sound seven dollars and ninety cents. How do you price them? How do you how do you <laughs> price it's by them? The, it's by the pound. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That'd be an interesting guy to have on there. And I wonder if he eats his own stuff. You know, quite, well, he's got to you know test you're not, the product. You're not, you're not supposed to get high on your own supply. No, so you're hopefully not. He agrees no, with that not. philosophy. Okay, so, final thoughts on the Sereno XX Medora. I hate to even put it down. We're going to smoke yeah. it all the way through the break, and then we're going to go on to a contender that will actually choose one of the contenders that could have been contenders for us to smoke. I'm at the halfway mark of the cigar, and you guys that are smoking it along with us, maybe you'll agree. Uh, the halfway mark, I've smoked it many times, white pepper, dusted, dark chocolate peanut butter cup all day. Peanut butter, Really? So I got the chocolate. Was that the harp? Because it was the lowest harp I've ever. There we go. You're getting more of a hazelnut. It's chestnut. Didn't Early we, on, it was didn't chestnut. Didn't we decide it's it was a chestnut? The Dramatically. aroma was chestnut. It's changed. Smoky flavor, like smoking meats and stuff, but smoked chestnuts. Yeah, I already got the harp, so it's over. You can't change the flavor at that I'm point. I'm telling you what I think it is. I, I don't get the peanut butter at all. I love peanut butter. I'm like um, Barry, who doesn't believe in the peanut butter cup. No. Uh, I don't get it. I would like to get this. This is, someone, this is someone whose opinion you took on pies versus cakes. He doesn't oh. believe in peanut butter cups. You guys just reminded me that I have to go get that giant Reese's peanut butter cup that I was talking about a few months ago. Totally forgot about it. Is it Reese's? It is Reese's. Really? Yeah, it's like it's probably six inches in diameter. It's a big piece of candy. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Six it's almost a pie. It's, I, think it's, it's, I think it's one pound. I think it's a pound. I think it's almost a pie. Yeah. How, what does it have to, what does something have to be to become a pie? Cut into uh, I think it needs to have some sort of flour-based crust in order to be a pie. Oh. Like a pizza. It has to be round. It has to be round. Well, what about pizzas that are square? Sicilians. Yeah. Sicilian. It's not so a pie it's anymore. It's not referred to as a pie. If, if all pizza, pizza cannot be it's a, not pie, a pizza pie, then it's not... It's not a pizza pie. Then it's, not, then it's not a fair thing to bring into the argument. All right. We'll talk about fear. Okay. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, what's up in the cigar industry? Barry's got some scoop. And uh, gentleman Chuck Morrison is away. But as usual, he has got debonair. We're going to light up our favorite of cigars that could have been contenders and lots more. We're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your Sereno XX, often pronounced Maduro, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. 
Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Why was the Sereno Cigar Company named Best Debut Company by many media outlets this year at the IPCPR trade show? Because they prioritize quality over quantity, from farms to factory, to their post-rolling aging process. A cigar is only as good as the time and passion put into it, a process that 20-year-old industry veteran Anthony Sereno knows too well. All Sereno cigars are rolled using the finest hand-selected tobaccos from Esteli in Jalapa Valleys in Nicaragua. All of these fine tobaccos are blended by world-renowned cigar master blender Omar Gonzalez Amen out of the esteemed boutique La Corona Factory. Sereno Royale comes in four different blends, Connecticut, Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. Each blend contains five-and-a-half-year-age fillers that were artfully crafted in 2014, allowing over two years of post-roll aging. These majestic cigars truly are aged to perfection. Get your Sereno Royales today at Two Guys Smoke Shop or go online at twoguyscigars.com. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. 
This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. What are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's the closes only. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stunt. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to Magic Camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. It's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back with hour number two, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. Today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, what's your favorite new cigar? We're going to tell you ours. Uh, cigars that should have been contenders uh, if they only had the time. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, our friends tuning in right now on Facebook Live. How'd you do? There we go. It's time for the halftime treat. What the hell? This is, real, this is the real stuff. This is not the uh, stuff you buy in the package store, the convenience store. Uh, well, this is packaged, and this is packaged. Well, it's, but it's probably more expensive, and it's alcohol-based, and there's three different things. And I have to try all three. You can have a bite of mine, or you can go through. You're going to do it. Look at you. Wow. I'm not guaranteeing anything. I'm going to read the ingredients on these first, <laughs> but I'll put them down just in case. I know that. Okay, so one is the um, pina colada patty, and this is a packaged product. Yeah. This is like when you go into um, the airport places, and they get the little patties that are on there, uh, whatever, depending where you go. So where, where were you guys that uh, it was pina colada? Uh, this was all from St. Martin, I believe. St. Martin. So a little patty with the coconut and the chocolate with, the, with inside. Uh, this is pina colada in the patty. I know I like this already. <laughs> and this is Tortuga, which is a cigar brand called Tortuga. Yep. And this is the Tortuga Caribbean rum cake. Which is Spanish for turtle rum cake. <laughs> yes, Tortuga is turtle. There's bits of real turtle, so you know it's good. And then this one, Barry, you know it and love it. That is a pastelito. It is made with guava and cheese, and it is a Cuban pastry, and that alone is a reason to move to Miami. So this is something that's everywhere in there. Everywhere. Guava. Guava. And cheese. And cheese. And that was actually... Baked by our friend Frank Corey from scratch. Oh, really? Oh, so this is... Do you have this? Look at you. I already ate it all. His mouth is full. He can't even talk. So this I want to try right off the bat. That's, that's good. Pastelito. That's an interesting flavor. It's like a apple square. Nah. What, what do I want to call this? Like a turnover? A popover? Heaven? It's good. <laughs> And this is just how they have them down there? Yeah, a little cafe con leche to go with it. And they always have guava? No, they also have uh, meat. And then there's one with just queso, which is cheese. And then there's this one. 
Excellent. Mm. Yeah, it was good. And this is a rum cake. I tried the uh, the coconut one there. That was that was pretty good too. Riveting radio, us eating. Yeah, that doesn't suck. It's cake. It's not pie. It's cake. It's the only thing you haven't finished. I have some. Uh, I have some half rotted. Oh, let's see what you got. Broccoli. Half rotted broccoli and uh, <laughs> chocolate covered broccoli. Chocolate. It's a little suspect looking. Why? Why is it suspect looking? Because well, it's, it's green, a little soft. It's green. I'm not eating it. You're not <laughs> eating the broccoli. It's covered in chocolate. <laughs> it makes it interesting. Go ahead, eat it. Here, there's a little one right there. Eat that one. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh, eating the rum cake. turning down the broccoli. Doesn't surprise me. No, I think he's come full circle. I think we've turned him. Toastalito? Pastalito. Pasta. Pastalito. Mm-hmm. I like the rum cake. Why you really pa- taste the <clears throat> the rum in it. Why pasta? Might be Spanish um, for something. Pastry. Pasta oh, uh-huh. pastry. I win. It's a Cuban word. I like it. And the one in the package is the pina colada. Yes. Now I, I I've gone to the little cafes in Miami. And got the coffee, and I see other things there. I never got anything, yeah. but pastelito yep. is what I asked for. Yes, I don't want a guava, a guava pastelito, guava pastelito, or just queso, which is cheese queso. Oh, guava pastelito. Every week, I every, like it. Every day we were in Miami, we would have tostada cubano, which is Cuban toast, it toasted in a press. Uh, we would have just toast. Yeah, it's like a little, it's like a little Italian bread, but Cuban bread. And uh, we would do pastelitos. We would do cafe con leche. Do they put butter on it or anything? On the Cuban toast, yes. Yeah? Yeah. It's melted right in a, like a panini press. I've never had that stuff. You can get it at Versailles. You can get it at uh, La Carreta. You can get it at any, so it really, any walk-up window to any Cuban-style restaurant. How about the Cuban-style restaurant in the airport in Miami? They have it. Really? Yeah, we had a little bit of a delay for our flight. And the four of us stopped, and we had uh, a little bit of everything. I show when I have to go to the Miami airport, I go like three hours early just to chow down over there. Yeah, just go into Versailles or La Carrera. They both have uh, little, little, I guess, pop-ups in the airport, and uh, you can get them. Okay, so now we're going to pick one of the cigars that we had mentioned and uh, light that one up. So uh, what do you got? What are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to light up... Uh, the La Aurora Coseca 107 Corona Gorda. And according to La Aurora, some cigars are destined to be created due to the success established by their predecessors. This is the case with the 107 Coseca 2006. It's a cigar that features, features a HVA Ecuadorian wrapper, which is a Habana wrapper. It has a Brazilian Matafina binder, and it has Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. Okay, and that is uh, out there across the country right now? Yes, and to me, it's one of the best under $10 cigars I have ever smoked. And how will they know that different than the regular 107? The box looks very similar, but there's a little gold stamp on it that says Coseca 2006. Okay, but nothing on the single. Uh, There's a secondary band of red and gold that also says Coseca 2006. All right, so you've got to look for that one. Okay, Derek, what do you got? I got The Tabernacle by Nick Melillo. Here we go. Yep. Nice cigar. 
I have the Robusto size here, which is a 5 by 50. It looks, it actually looks smaller than a Robusto, but I think that's because uh, dark colors are slimming. But looks like a beautiful cigar, very well made, no soft spots, yeah, anything yeah. like that. Dens I mean, densely packed, but still very, draws. Yes. Mr. J. I've got the La Florida Dominicana Reserve Especial. And a frog in my throat. There we go. <laughs> uh, it features an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, Dominican binders and fillers, uh, and this is the bellicoso size, which you'll notice on the camera, not torpedo shaped. <laughs> right, it's not a bellicoso at all. It's the bellicoso that is not a bellicoso. Do you know the story behind that? You mean the story that I told in the first hour? Yes, we do. Okay. There we go. About how he didn't know a bellicoso was. Yes, no you guys aren't paying attention. Paying attention. The You're just as bad as they are. I don't want to hear it. You weren't talking directly about me. <laughs> now Jonathan just has to repeat something, and that's it. The it won't done. happen because I pay. I, my head, Derek, is on a swivel always. Did you hear that Fidel Castro died? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. Did he? <clears throat> and this is the, uh, the Christoph Connecticut, and this is uh, the Toro, although it's a big Toro. It's a long Toro. And, they uh, call that the Matador, I believe. And it's got the unfinished foot and a little curly hop. Uh, chop head, and, and then, in my opinion, the best Kristoff they've ever made. So give this one a try, too. Right now, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered their price. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And uh, always a good value on Perdomo. And the Folks at Perdomo are listening in. What Janine is anyway. Nick is Nick was in there before as well. Yeah. I get a little uh, to see if I did talk nicely about Mr. Castro. Which no one no one was talking nice about it. Just don't celebrate somebody's death is the as bad as it is that people are fighting on um, Facebook and Twitter and everything about the election of Donald Trump and people deleting people and stuff. I saw that this morning of somebody saying, well, you know, he did, somebody said something, you know, half nice or something about the guy died or something. And says, that's it. You're not a friend anymore. And, and people saying rot in hell. These are people that I know as nice people that saying he should rot in hell. You know, I'm just surprised at the, the vitriol. I, I said it, Perdertes El Inferno, which is Spanish for rotten hell. Really? Yeah. I just I have a hard time getting on the bandwagon of celebrating someone's death, especially since nothing has changed. Anyway, what has changed is it's time to light up the next cigar. We're using a tweener lighter here. We're using the Vertigo Champ. It's a quad jet featuring Vertigo's patented big-ass tank. This is a double-wide, easy adjustment wheel at the bottom. It retails for $29.99. This is the Vertigo Champ. Now, this is... Usually I toast a cigar up real, real long before drawing it on it. You've got plenty of heat here to be able to get this thing lit quickly. But I, I light the cigar within my mouth because I want to draw in this tobacco. That's why it's at the end when you see this unfinished foot that's there. That's for you to actually draw that tobacco in. This is a sponge. It will absorb those flavors that go in. And for some reason, they want you to do that. So, listen, they've tested it and tested it and tested it. They want you to do it that way. I'll do it that way. Mine had no unfinished foot, so I just toasted it up the normal yeah, way. Sure. Right in my wheelhouse. This uh, this cigar that I'm smoking, the Florida Dominicana Reserva Especial, is a culmination between Lito Gomez and his son Antonio Gomez. Yes. Also known as Tony Gomez. 
Tallest man, I oh think. Oh, my God. He, he may be taller than Omar DeFries from Fratello. He has to be. That's, I don't know, that's close. We you want to do a versus segment basketball? between the two of them? Yeah. Our basketball team, I'm drafting both of them. Really? I don't oh, yeah. know if, I don't know if uh, Tony plays basketball. Doesn't matter who's tall. Yes, he, he block did. Shots. He had to have. Put him under I the basket. I believe he did. Rebounds. I believe I asked him before, and he did, although we, Omar was a pro. Right. He was a pro in the Dominican basketball, but they were all small people. He must have been like, unbelievable. I would like to see a versus segment between the two of them in miniature golf. And they have to use little kids' putters. <laughs> yeah. That would be That's a good versus. It you is. Write that down. You can have that for All free. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Right now, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. Well, this week saw a couple of new releases, and the first is the arrival of the La Aurora Coseca Corona Gorda, which I'm spoken today. And as mentioned, it features an Ecuador Habano wrapper, Brazilian Matafina binder, Phyllis from Dominican Republic and Nicaragua was a personal favorite of mine over my honeymoon, available at twoguyscigars.com, as is the official release of the Black Diamond, which took two years to blend. Took it longer the, than that. Yeah. The Diamond Crown Black Diamond is currently available at Diamond Crown lounges, such as Two Guys Smoke Shop, before a full nationwide release in 2017. And as for cigar news, Fidel Castro is dead. And that's all we have on this short holiday week. There we go. It's, I, I, it's big news in the cigar industry because Fidel Castro, when you, when you talk about a person, you'd say cigars, right? Every, everybody in the country knows who Fidel Castro is and knows that he's associated with cigars. And he hasn't smoked cigars, I think, for like 30 years or something. And that's because in 1960, he took the farms, he took the brands, and he took it all for the Cuban government away from the people. Along with everything else. Along with everything yeah. else. But you don't look at him as sugar cane. Oh, Fidel Castro, sugar cane. No, you but he canceled Christmas at one point so the har- workers could harvest the sugar during canceled Christmas. Canceled Christmas. Dur- so during oh, Christmas. Oh, well, in that case, he should go to hell. So during, <laughs> he ordered the, 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 the workers to order work during Christmas so they could harvest the sugar cane. Wow. This is one of the evil things he did. He's more than cigars. Him and Shea Guerrero. Admired by many people, and I don't think they should be. I wonder they if they certainly no, should be you... admired. I'm with you there. I yeah. wonder if they're going to put Fidel's picture on T-shirts now, like they did with Che, that say Viva or something, because I feel like that's popular for whatever reason. I heard the football player guy that, that took the knee. Cap- Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah, that he was wearing a Castro a Shea uh, shirt. A Shea shirt. And has no idea why. Probably had no Just idea Just start in trouble. Yeah. And yeah. never... Never, uh, Has he voted. won a game this year? Has he even won a game? I, I saw he got wrecked by the Patriots. Yeah, I think they, a couple weeks ago, all losses. I think. I think they're like two and nine or something. Oh like yeah, that. and I think the wins came before he took over as the starting quarterback. Yeah, so he's a loser. <laughs> and a loser is a loser. But, we, but you know his name and know who he is because of he, he starts trouble and stuff mm-hmm. and whatever. So anyway, that's what's up in the cigar world. 
What's up? In the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian broadly filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up? And looking through the Cigar Authority calendar, next week is uh, care packages go on sale. They go on sale till we hit 1,000 or till the end of the year, whichever comes first. We're at 500 right now. We're going to put them on sale during the show next week, which is December 3rd. If you're interested, go on the Cigar Authority website on December 3rd at 12 noon. Click on there, and you're going to be charged $19.99. That includes shipping. You're going to get four cigars. We're going to charge you now, unfortunately, for the first time. Every time else, we're going to charge you when we ship it. But the cigars won't go out until the end of December. They'll ship, I believe, on December 27th. Okay. So uh, that's when we'll ship it out. And that'll be every month towards the very end of the month. We'll ship them so you have them in time for the show when it comes on. You'll get four cigars per month, and every month you're going to get charged $19.99. And that includes shipping, and you can stop anytime you want. And we've had a, not even a handful. I, not mean, even, yeah. even, I don't even need both hands to count. Yeah, yeah, a small amount of people. To, because it's an unbelievable value. The little cigar we just smoked in the last hour, um, the Sereno, $10 cigar. Ten and change, that was one. There. That was one of the four cigars you got. Uh, during it, so it's a great value. There's, there's certainly no money into it, but so you can smoke along with us. And when you hear these ridiculous flavor components or something, you can say, "Oh, I get it and try it and whatever." And then hopefully buy boxes of cigars and buy cigars. That's the, the hope of every manufacturer when you try their cigar um, that you end up putting in, in your rotation at the very least. Right? Try it again. Um, we've had a lot of people say that they would have never tried Brand X. They had it in the care package, and the next thing you know, it becomes one of their favorites, and they get onto it. So there's a value to that. <clears throat> Nowadays, without free sampling and, th- and things like that, this is the best you're going to do as far as a free cigar Yeah, uh, is get into the care package. They go on sale next week. Um, the following week is the 10th, and we have the Master Blender from La Aurora Cigars, Manny Enoa. Manuel Enoa. Manuel Enoa. He'll be up here with Willie Morante, who's the sales rep for Miami Cigar. They reached out to us <coughs> that they were going to be in New Hampshire on Saturday. Uh, Come on the show and he speak English? It. Yes, he does very well. Oh, so you know him he good? He does tasting seminars all over the country for his, uh, for his company. Okay. And uh, he taught me everything I know when it came to blending kilo. We're going to bring him on anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so did he do that cigar? You're smoking? Yes, he did. He did? He did. Okay. So we're going to have to um, smoke one of his cigars during the show for sure. Right. It won't be part of the care package because uh, he just came on board at the last minute. Okay. Uh, but we will be smoking a Laura Aurora cigar. Okay. So moving ahead to uh, December 24th, which is Christmas Eve, we're going to actually tape that show on the 22nd. Uh, and we will be pairing cigars with music. And with us on that show is going to be Dave Burke. And Dave is the owner of Cigar Jukebox. It's a podcast, if you've never heard it before. It broadcasts out of Australia. And uh, he had me on a couple times. Mr. I'm Jonathan's going to go on. Yep. Very interesting, pairing cigars with music. So we'll bring him on and talk to him about that. And another show that will be taped, which will be the end of the year show, the wrap-up 
of the entire year. December 31st show is taped on December 29th from 5 to 7. Both of these shows uh, will be on. And on January 7th will be the announcement of the Cigar of the Year. Now, I know other people are going to have Cigars of the Year's out, but this is the Cigar of the Year. And I say that because we were the first ones ever to do Cigar of the Year, 1992. Nobody else was doing a Cigar of the Year, and it took people 20 years later start coming out with, the, with Cigar of the Year. But this is the Cigar of the Year. I'm going to keep calling it that because we actually did it got, first. Yeah, we got uh, copied from it. So those, that's the calendar of upcoming shows on the Cigar Authority. Don't forget next week, the Cigar Authority care package goes on sale. Watch for it and get into it if uh, you want to be part of it. This will be your, uh, your chance to do that. We get lots of emails saying, when are you going to do it again? Next week. Next Saturday is going to be your chance. And then when it reaches 1,000, that's it. And then we're going to have complaint letters um, all year about get me in. So you've been warned. You've been warned a bunch of times. Right now, while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. And how to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Gentlemen, <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is the Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with, wait for it, suspension of reality. Time spent smoking at Debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, the debonair way to drinking. That's right, the debonair way to drinking. First and most important is to know your limit. A debonair gentleman never gets too sloppy or drunk while drinking. This is especially true when in a work setting or at a conference or trade show. Remember, you're there for work, and while drinks may be served, you should never overindulge. If you're in a social setting or having drinks after work and Seating is limited, you should always stand at a bar and let a lady sit. If someone orders a round of drinks, you should return the favor, either by the next round or by the person who bought the round of drinks when his or her glass is empty. Never drink through a straw. You're a gentleman. Act like one. If you're ordering a mixed drink, specify what type of alcohol you want. For example, if you're ordering a rum and coke, say a rum and coke with debonair rum. Specify if you want your drink neat or on the rocks. If you're mixing beer and hard liquor, know the rule. Always start with liquor first. As the saying goes, liquor before beer, and you're in the clear. Beer before liquor, and you've never been sicker. If there's a large selection of beers on tap, ask the bartender for their opinion. If you're on travel, ask what's local. If you like IPAs, for example, ask what they suggest. Most bartenders are happy to share their knowledge and will feel appreciated you asking their opinion. When ordering your drink, always have your cash or card in hand and be ready to pay. Lastly here, never drink and drive. Always have a designated driver or call a cab or Uber. That's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? Nailed it. You got it all? Pretty good. He's a good man. He's a good man. He's never obviously been to the IPCPR trade show. Well, 
for the overindulging Correct. at a trade <laughs> show. That's what it's about. The whole show is a bit, it's the craziest thing, seeing people that... Three o'clock in the morning, wasted. The, their bosses are there. It's the only time of year that they're with their boss, and they're wasted. Crazy stuff. We got some stories, but we can't tell them. <laughs> no, but we can't. Crazy stuff. Yep. I've always wondered if that uh, liquor before beer, beer before liquor holds any truth to it. Because in my personal experience, I don't think, I've, I, I don't think it, it matters for me anyway. Because if I'm drinking a lot, it doesn't matter if it's beer or liquor or liquor or beer. I'm puking. Really? Yeah. Well, it's because you you've obviously your been li- doing it wrong and not paying attention to the rules. Amateur. <laughs> Amateur. Okay. Amateur. Or you could just stop drinking when you just get that nice buzz. Yeah. My grandfather used to call it the warm glow. You get to the glow and you just stay there. Yep. It's tough to stay there, though. Because you you ba- it's a balancing act. Yeah, you've got to prime it every once in a while, right? Yeah. If you're trying that glow thing. Who's the biggest drinker here is Barry. No question. He can hold his yep. booze. He's a pro. Yep. If is Big Jim was here, if Big Jim was here, oh, he might have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Eight martinis is a warm up. Yeah, that's a problem. Only time I ever got drunk was in Denver, like ridiculous drunk because of the altitude. Yeah, that's the reason. It wasn't yeah. the thirty. No, it was, shots. It, it was it was three lychee martinis. I was falling down drunk. Because the high altitude, less oxygen in your blood, you get. They drunk say quicker. that on airplanes. Yeah, and airplanes. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Suppose it may be something to that. Maybe something to that. Okay, your thoughts on the cigar you're smoking? I got. Uh, what I like about cigars that are blended properly is you get complementary experiences. So I'm picking up a little. What are you smoking? I'm smoking the LFD Reserva Especial. Okay. So I'm getting some dry roasted almonds, which would typically be a drying of the palate, with just a dusting of salt. And then to complement the salt, I'm getting a little bit of brown sugar. So I'm very well balanced on the palate with ma- many different places on the tongue being affected. Okay, Barry. I'm smoking the La Aurora Coseca 2006, and it's a very complex cigar. I'm getting uh, elements of dried apricot, ap- apricots, can't pronounce it, coffee, and a little bit of chocolate. Sounds delicious. Yep. And I'm smoking the Tabernacle Robusto, and I'm getting a very leathery and oily mouthfeel along with the complex bouquet of dark chocolate, red pepper, and coconut. Coconut? A little what bit was of the coconut. last time you I, had I, leather in your mouth, really? I, I, think, I think it's from the cake. It, might be from the, it yeah. might be from the cake. <laughs> this is the Christoph Connecticut that I'm smoking. Uh, it's a smoky flavor with some vanilla and hints of citrus. Just a hint of some citrus notes in there, smooth and creamy. I love this cigar. This is in my wheelhouse. This is the type of cigar that I like. I say smooth and creamy. That's the type of thing I'm looking for uh, with these other flavors that go along with it. I want a smooth and creamy cigar, and then give me some stuff to taste some different things to. Before this cigar came out, uh, I would gravitate toward the LFD Suave line, Mm -hmm. and... This is now the replacement for that for me because it ha- it has a little bit more going on strength-wise, but it's not what you typically would associate with LFD being over the top. The Suave 1994 Cigar of the Year. Good memory. That's how far wow. back. I mean, it was right at the very beginning that cigar came out. It wasn't called Suave. That's gone through many. It was called Light for a little while. It was just La Fleur Dominicana at the time, the Alcalde size. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and We found the- a box of those in Nashua. 
and I saw that it was the cigar of the year. I tried one, and it was fantastic. Yeah, great cigar. And we're talking about during the heat of the cigar boom, and it stood above everything else at the time. Unbelievable, because a lot of crap was coming out. People were just slamming stuff out. I thought that was going to happen. We're going to get into it when we, when we go through the end of the year thing of what happened. But very happily, I have to say, this year, I thought a lot of crap was going to come out just to slam these things together. And I'm saying, oh, my God, this stuff is going to be garbage that's going to come out. It's going to be that year that we're going to talk about garbage. Here we are with 25 different cigars that should have been contenders today. So. Well, th- there's, there's a laundry list of cigars that we didn't take because they were slammed together as well. So there, there was a, a mix of the two. Yeah, it's going to be interesting when I, when I see through other people's things if there's, if there's something I miss, but we... Boy, we smoked a lot of different cigars uh, to get to this list uh, that, that we gave you today. So uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to take a peek into the asylum, a classic three-way, along with some letters in the mailbag. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. 
the mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Florida Minicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We have letters and an insane story from the asylum. And guess whose birthday it is? Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And um, we are wrapping up our uh, brands that could have been contenders, cigars that could have been contenders. And uh, I'm liking it. I'm liking everything we chose. Yep. And uh, as I say, great cigars out there, everybody. So uh, you, you got a list of 25. Go to your favorite brick-and-mortar store. Pick up some of those cigars if you, if you like what we said about them and you think it fits in your wheelhouse. Uh, I'm smoking the Christoph Connecticut. Um, very, very nice. Uh, beautiful burn. It's well-aged tobacco. It's got that well, well-aged burn. That's that fine uh, line of the uh, ash combustion line that's there. And uh, it's treating me right, treating me good, still smoking, put it down for a minute. Still cracking. Still going. I love a cigar like that. You put it down, you come back to it after a minute or two, still lit, it's going good. You, looks like it's not, but it's going perfect. So uh, you got something in the mailbag there, Mr. J? I do. Uh, this is submitted through the Facebook Messenger on uh, our Cigar Authority page. Hello, I listen to your podcast religiously. Love every minute of it. 
I'm new to the cigar world and plan on getting a humidor for Christmas, just a 50-count desktop humidor. What humidor accessories do you recommend? I know a digital hygrometer is something to get for sure. I plan on seasoning uh, with one of the packs, but I'm a little lost on which humidification device to get. Beads, packs, are there other two-way devices? Any help is appreciated. Thank you so much. And uh, that is no idea who that is. Okay, so I'm going to go right to that and say the answer is Diamond Crown. Go to the Diamond Crown desktop humidor. You're going to pay a little more than you pay for some of the Chinese ones that are out there, but there's a reason for it. The reservoir that's built inside that humidor is awesome, that it keeps uh, replenishing well, they a, themselves. They use a vapor barrier so the, the water doesn't just leak out. It has to, the, the humidity has to be called for, and it does a good job of regulating to the 70%. If you end up with a high humidity season like the summertime in New England, you have a little damper that you can close that down a little bit so that nothing is coming out during the summertime. Yeah. They're very good. You don't have to uh, use the uh, solution, the Humidor Rain or whatever brand, uh, using provolene glycol uh, 50-50 mix uh, with a humidifier that's built like that. They sell that actually separate also. Yeah. So if you had a Humidor already, you could just switch it out for a unit like that. Um, or you haven't bought the Humidor yet, buy it. You'll even notice at the bottom of it that the slots grates great. lift it up a little bit. That's so the humidity goes underneath and takes care of the lower cigars. As of, When you start piling them up on top, you'll notice some of your cigars may be drier than the ones closer to the humidifier. Um, those will be too well, you humid. You've got a metal plate in the lid as well so that the humidifier and hygrometer can move around anywhere you need them to go. But that lid... Over the thousands of times you're going to open that humidor, eventually you're going to get some wear on the seal. And the weight of that lid, that metal plate in there, adds to that seal. Yeah, holds it down better. The another, better. another thing that you're paying a little bit extra for. It's, not, it's maybe an extra 100 bucks for the Diamond Crown versus some of the Chinese knockoffs. Pay the extra 100 bucks, get yourself a better humidor, and you'll be happy forever. Yeah, I agree. Also, I, I always would recommend somebody go a little bit bigger than they think they need. If you think you need 50... Get a 90 because you're going to get you're going to fill up the 50 very very quickly. Go with a little bit larger than what you think. I wish I you know now I have a um, stand up cabinet. cabinet. Uh, I wish I did that many many years ago because I have five little humidors at home, and that's what I did you know owning a cigar store. And then I finally made the jump and did it. And I go I should have did this 20 years ago. Uh, that's what you talked me into this morning. Yes, going to go with yeah. another humidor. You were looking at humidors, <clears throat> and I said. Listen, do yourself a favor and just go for the cabinet, and it's over. Heidi wasn't happy because it just doubled my Christmas gift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that's my recommendation. You guys have anything different to say? Uh, you, 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 you know, of course, you go to Davidoff Humidor or something. You get a, something that's passed on from generation to generation, but you're talking a 1,000. Yeah. Those are know. like a family heirloom. Yeah. 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 So there's not, there's not a need of it. If you already have a humidor and you're looking to upgrade your humidification, you can't go wrong with the beads and the propylene glycol because that does regulate itself to 70%. But some people make the mistake of going undersized. So you've got a 50-count humidor. I always recommend get the 100-count humidifier for no other reason than you're going to fill it up every six because months they, instead they, of babysitting yeah, it every they, month. They believe it's going to over-humidify because it's too much. For but it. you That's can't not, over-humidify yeah, it's with It's not PG the way it solution. works. Right. Distilled water. Now, if you mess up and you use distilled water in it, oh, I'm out of PG solution, i got to get some humidity in here, 
yes, you can overhumidify, and going too big is, is a, is a right, problem. Right. Right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80, that's right, that's asylum. The dictionary defines prostitution as the practice or occupation of engaging in sexual activity for, with someone for payment. However, the method of payment is not specified to just one form. A Wyoming man who arranged to pay a prostitute with a McDonald's quarter pounder and french fries, was arrested when he showed up for the illicit encounter, food in hand, only to discover he had been snarled in a police sting. As part of the undercover operations, officers in Casper placed a backpage.com ad in the guise of a hooker trolling for clients. Investigators charged David Magnus, 22 years old, uh, for answering the ad and arranged last week to meet the prostitute, but instead of paying in cash for return for the sex, he paid with a burger. Specifically, a McDonald's quarter pounder with cheese and a medium-sized order of french fries. Magnus was arrested when he arrived to meet the supposed hooker, and he was carrying a bag with the hooker's dinner when undercover officers took him into custody. Magnus was charged with soliciting prostitution, which is only a misdemeanor which begs the question, how many tax dollars were wasted and or donuts consumed catching this sorry sap for his sex-paying royale with cheese? That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats and they're coming to take me away, I could be had for a bag of Doritos. Yeah? Yeah. That's it, Doritos. <laughs> it was just a medium fry. Not no, even a large. Pounder. Yeah, I know. Well, but the fries were cheese. medium. But a medium With fry. cheese. With, yeah, but the fries were medium. you got to go yeah. large on the fries. Well, she was trying to keep her, her weight down so that she doesn't look as bad as she I does. Go, little 105-pound prostitute trying to pay her way through college. Just you think they should legalize yeah. prostitution? I think they should legalize everything. Yeah. Isn't it kind of legal-ish in Vegas? And well, you can go parts, to the Bunny like Ranch. The Bunny Ranch, it's legal. The Bunny Ranch is legal. Yeah, just cut to the chase. Yeah, the oldest I don't think profession you could, in the world. I don't think you could pay with a just burger and cut, fries, though. Cut no. to the chase. Okay, let's go. Five to, guys, perhaps, you could possibly get away with. Here we with. go. With a bag of nuts. <laughs> let's go to the classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold, 
and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at TwoGuysCigars.com. That's TwoGuysCigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Mr. J, our champion. That's right. Today is November 26th, and it's Tina Turner's birthday. Rock star, considered the queen of rock and roll, she released a single Proud Mary and received 11 Grammy Awards. She picked cotton with her parents as sharecroppers, married and later divorced Ike from Ike and Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Born today, what year was she born? Without going over. 1942. 42. Barry Stein. 1933. 33. I'm going 1900 because I'm not sure. 1933 will take the point. It's 39. Barry Stein gets the point, and it moves over to Barry Stein. Charles Schultz. Peanuts. Here we go. Cartoonist. Penis. Car- penis. <laughs> penis. <laughs> peanuts. That's a Freudian slip. <laughs> penis. Peanuts. Cartoonist, Peanuts cartoonist, who created the character Charlie Brown and Snoopy. That's weird. Uh, He was also inducted into the United States Figure Skating Hall of Fame in 2007. How messed up is that? Charles Schultz, born today what year? 1904. 04. Going 1925. 25. 1901. 01. 04, 01, 25. Barry, you're over. 04 will take it. Who said 04? I said 04. 04, okay. I said 01. What's the actual date? It's 22. All right, then yep. it's 04. Barry gets that. Okay, so we have two for Barry, zero for Derek, zero for Mr. Jonathan. We have two questions left, and these are not birthdays. These are happened this day. Happened this day. It goes over to Derek, right? Yes. United States President proclaims November 26th as National Thanksgiving Day to be celebrated annually on the final Thursday of November. Later, it went to the fourth Thursday. What year, and for an extra point, who was the president? Oh, I'm going to go 1930, maybe, or it wouldn't be Roosevelt. I'm not even sure if he was president then. I'm going Roosevelt. Roosevelt. 1930 say, uh, Roosevelt. It was Calvin Coolidge, and it was 1940. Coolidge. I just like his name. I'm not sure he was around then. In 1940. I'll say he was Abe Lincoln and it was 1846. For two points, Barry Stein. Oh, wow. It was 1863. It says Lincoln right there on your your Facebook. I wrote it down and I'm not even looking at that. I didn't even know it said that. You are. That is foul. Foul. He did not turn his phone over. Watch the videotape. I don't know about Thank that. Thank you, Frank. All right. So Abe Lincoln is correct for the extra point. It was 1860. It was 1863, and you said 1846. 46, which was under. So you get actually two points, Barry Stein. Just so you know, foul. No, so somebody else did it. That's why you got to cover your thing. You got to turn your phone. I flipped it over. <coughs> yeah, after you got the question. If Jonathan gets two points, I will allow him to keep the title. He can't. If he, he can't gets, allow anything, <laughs> it's four to zero to zero. One question left. We don't even have to do this, but we'll do it anyway. Happened this day, and here's a law ball to you, Barry Stein. Great. The That's na- a big surprise. The National Hockey League is formed. 
with the Montreal Canadiens and the Montreal Wanderers. Outlaw Senators, Quebec Bulldogs, and Toronto Arenas as the first teams. The National Hockey League is formed today. What year? 1902. Oh. <clears throat> 1901. 1922. 22 is over. Of course Nin- it is. 1902, I said. 1902 for the point, and as a wipeout... 1917. Yeah, there's an asterisk under this one. Five to zero to zero, even if wow. he cheated. Let's take four <laughs> points away cheat. from him. <laughs> he did cheat. Let's take four points away. That's why you got to watch yourself. See, you got an asterisk, but you, you killed him. It's this, a wipeout, but they you, you can't brag too much because... Because uh, he's getting fed answers this classic Facebook day, Live. What if they gave him the wrong answer? This they classic didn't. day in classic history was brought to you by Classic Cigars. Cigars for under $3. It's unbelievable. And uh, check out your favorite brick-and-mortar store to find a great cigar for under $3. Classic Cigars. Was that the highest classic three-way score ever? No. No, no. because it has an asterisk. Because he was fed the information. It would be serious bragging rights, but there's, there's a question, and, and it's too bad. It's too bad because it was a killer. Why don't you just shoot up steroids while you're hey, at it? Hey, we had Frank say that I spit out the answer before it showed up on Facebook Live. That's good enough for me. Okay. He said Lincoln before it showed up. But I don't want, I don't want the people on Facebook and, and on uh, the Cigar Authority to not participate and do right. what they got to do. You just got to turn the thing before. We have to remind him to cover his thing and turn the thing. But I had it written yeah. down before Derek finished his answer. I believe you. Yep. I believe you, but you, I don't. Usually yeah, Jonathan's suspect. Jonathan, you're supposed to throw a piece of paper. He had the paper. That's the why paper. I was oh, distracted. He had, he had the, the paper covering his screen, ah. but he had the thing pointed this way, no, right at it him. that way. <laughs> anyway. Looks <laughs> under his glasses. Oh, Lincoln. Lincoln. <laughs> So uh, a last reminder to you, next week, care packages will go on sale next Saturday at 12 noon. Go on to thecigarauthority.com. You'll see the little button. You click on it, and you sign up for the care package. You'll be charged $19.99 immediately, and the packages will not go out till the end of the month. And you'll receive it before the first show, and every month after that, right before we ship the product, you'll be charged, and it'll ship out every single month, and whenever you're ready to stop, you just send an email and you say, okay, that's it, I quit. I've had enough getting a ridiculous value. Yeah, it's too good. I don't want it anymore. I'm feeling bad for you guys, and you put a stop to it. You won't, and you'll be part of it. And uh, we want you smoking along with the show. We insist, we demand you smoke along with us. We're willing to actually take the hit so you smoke cigars along with it. It just makes the show better, right? It certainly does. If if you do that. So what do you got in the mailbag, Mr. Jake? Uh, The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page, and it's been a little while, so there's been some updating to the message. Uh, Deacon Nicholas writes, Love listening to the podcast every week. You could say it's my second religion. Almost. Love to smoke along with you and have ordered my contenders pack as well. Keep up the good work, Mr. Jonathan. In Christ, Deacon Nick. Oh, in in the deacon. Says right there. In the deacon. Keep up the good work, Mr. Jonathan. See, unlike you, no cheating. You notice since he's taken over the mailbags, he reads all the good ones about him. There's never any bad ones. It's been, you know, he, when I did it, I would show him them before because mm. they were really bad against him. Mm. And I'd just show it to him, like, looking, and he goes, yes, we want to do that one. We want to do yeah, that there one. There just hasn't been any bad ones coming in. I must be slipping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless you write them. 
So say we, we want your mail. We want your information. We want your mail. We want your critiques. We want to get better. We learn from you. We certainly do. So you go on the CigarAuthority.com. You'll see um, contact us. Contact us. Like just, us just because Dave thinks that pie is better than cake, it doesn't mean that it's the truth and you could weigh in and say he's out of his mind because he is. Ian, you it, know it something? If you have some uh, good verses or good... Um, We'd love that. Thing, you know, send us some stuff. If you have a good story for the asylum, let mm-hmm. us know. You know, you can be part of the show, and we'll, we may or may not give you any credit for it. If it's really good, probably not. We'll probably take it. Typically, the way it works yeah. is if an, if an idea is very, very good, Dave just thought of it right yeah. after he heard it. That's how so. it goes. Oh, I heard a little pop. Yeah. That's my finger. Hitting All right. My microphone. Yeah. That's good. There's no, no uh, harm in that. He just blew out somebody's speaker in their 77 Cadillac DeVille. <laughs> right. <laughs> But it's all right. They, they got a do Cadillac. You, do you know <laughs> someone with a 77 Cadillac DeVille? It wouldn't surprise me if Larry had one in uh, Streeter, <laughs> Illinois. All right, you got time for one more, Mr. J. One more, and we're going to wrap up the show. All right, I'm going to go with this one here. All right. Uh, hey, boys, just listen to the back episode that aired the week after Dave shared his opinions about the Cigar Magazine. Sorry for bringing this up nine months after the fact, but I felt compelled to share. Should Dave really be rating cigar magazines? Well, Honestly, they, they rate cigars. Can you, can you let him finish? All right, go ahead. Honestly, yes. He's okay. in a great position to do so, and I don't understand these people saying that Dave is unqualified to share this stuff. Opinions are personal, and the people who react in rage after hearing them aren't being too debonair or intelligent, if I may say so. Personally, I had been a subscriber to only one magazine because I thought it was the only one of its kind. After being turned on to Cigar Journal, I became a subscriber. I guarantee that Dave's article brought about nothing but positive change to the magazines themselves, and that was the entire point of him do- Absolutely. doing the bit. Uh, if Absolutely. The constructive criticism, that's what it's about, constructive criticizing. Not just to do it to be mean. I'm not trying to be mean. Well, he goes on. I'm asking s- you to do the same for us. Absolutely. He goes on to say, I guarantee for every guy that writes a negative email, there are 10 well-satisfied, loyal listeners. Keep up the good work, boys. Yeah, we, we want the negative, though. That's we Peter. want the negative. We, it, it's sickening if we got all positive stuff and everything. But bringing something up and giving you our opinion, that's what we want. We'll include you in. We used to take phone calls at the beginning, and we can barely get the show off the road. <laughs> Never mind take, taking in calls and stuff. You wonder, we, we, could, everybody, we could have everybody Skype in and, and do the show, and everybody who ends up wanting We want them actually <clears throat> to be here with us because technical problems. I just can't stand the technical thing. I know a lot of people pull it off, but... For some reason, we got a, this cloud hanging over us that technically we don't have it, you know, and it doesn't matter even when Chuck's here. Things happen, and, and it, we don't get them, and try, try and have the conversation. It's tough. There are a lot of moving parts, but it doesn't mean we can't be perfect. There is. Okay. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed the show uh, this week. We're looking for your cards and letters and uh, send your emails in and like us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. We're, we're on there individually. We're on there as the CR Authority. Find us. And no matter what, do not send us spiders because we're not eating them. I don't know. I think, I think there's some already ordered. <laughs> Fingers Next. crossed that it's crickets. Here we go. Please be crickets. Next week... Uh, is the care package. Uh, we're going to have uh, sent care packages out, and we will uh, be lighting one up. Uh, if you didn't get yours, you can get in next week, 12 noon. We're going to be on Eastern Time, and then start ordering your care packages then. Um, that's it. That's it. We're going to see you next time. Uh, 
Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And whether you're smoking your La Aurora Puro Vintage 2006, your LFD Reserve Especial, your Tabernacle, or your Christoph Connecticut, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie.